Hey mama, are you terrified of labor? Are you wanting to get healthy for you and for your baby or your family? Maybe you're struggling to feel sexy postpartum. If that's you, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Fit Mama podcast, where I'm spilling all of the pregnancy and postpartum secrets you need to know. I'm Sarah, your fitness bestie. I'm a certified prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist, certified Pilates instructor, and certified yoga teacher. I'm also a certified hot mess mama of a two-year-old boy, and I'm currently pregnant with identical twin girls. So reheat your coffee, settle in, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Fit Mama podcast. In today's episode, we are going over five affirmations that every healthy mom needs or every mom who is on a journey to becoming healthy needs in her life. But before we go into our affirmations, I do want to hit you with a quick bump update and our question of the week. So as I am recording this podcast, I am 31 weeks pregnant. So according to my pregnancy tracker app, the girls are the size of romaine lettuce, like a head of romaine lettuce, which again seems huge, but I'm feeling quite a bit bigger these days. And some days I'm feeling very high energy and like pregnancy is nothing and this is great. Other days, like yesterday, I woke up with pregnancy nausea and I texted my friend and I was like, I'm at the point of pregnancy where I just want it to be over. I want to go lie on the beach like a beached whale and have people serve me margaritas. Like just being totally honest, I have my ups and downs, even as a fitness coach. I have days where physically the nausea is just like so annoying and I'm ready to be over and done with the pregnancy. But today I feel really good. So I don't know. I'm back to enjoying the pregnancy. I'm excited about being 31 weeks. Uh, I was also told by my doctor, I guess this was now like a week and a half ago, that my due date may be moved up again. So if you're new here, My original due date when they thought this was a singleton pregnancy was May 5th, which I was very excited about a little Cinco de Mayo baby, but that then got moved to like the week of April 23rd, I believe, because they found out it was going to be twins. And now she's saying closer to April 16th or that week. So I will find out for sure in the next couple weeks. We do go to a specialist appointment where they'll be checking on fetal well-being and they'll give us a better idea of when the girls will be ready to be born. So that is it for our bump update. Now let's jump into the question of the week. This past week, a sweet mama reached out to me on Instagram and asked if it was possible to heal diastasis recti, even though she had her kids over five years ago. So hear me out, mamas who have been dealing with the mom pooch and who have felt like all hope was lost for them, it's not. Yes, your tissues have been stretched, but muscles are muscles. We can retrain those muscles. We can bring those abs back together, specifically targeting your deep inner core. It is possible to heal your diastasis recti, even if over half a decade or a decade has gone by. It's possible, and there are strategies to go about doing that. So if you are hearing this and mind blown, and you have been living with the mom pooch now for years, and just resign to the fact that that's the way that your tummy is gonna look postpartum or after kids, reach out, send me a DM. You know that my information is always in the show notes. So hit me up on Instagram or on TikTok. 
So having covered our bump date and our question of the week, we can jump right into those five affirmations. So the first affirmation that I want you to have for yourself is I love who I am and who I am becoming. And I say this one first because this is the mindset that we need to cultivate if we want our health journey to be sustainable and mentally healthy as well as physically healthy. So when we think about a health journey, most of us think about just the physical piece, right? Like we're going to start to eat healthy and we're going to work out and we're going to get our dream body and be like a total MILF. And none of that is bad. Trust me, that's all worthy of being a goal of yours. However, you need to be able to love yourself now and love yourself in the process. Okay. Now loving and liking are different. You can love yourself as in you can place high value on who you are as a person while also not loving or liking every single detail about your body right now, okay? A very clear example here. Let's say you're struggling because ever since you've had your babies, your pelvic floor has been really weak and you have struggled with like peeing your pants. You don't have to love that about yourself. You don't have to like that about yourself. But you can love who you are as a person while working and being in the process of improving that part of your body. Okay? So that is a physical thing that I think that we can all agree on. No one should have to live with that. If you have other physical goals, things that are more aesthetic in nature, it's the same thing. Like it's part of your body. You can not necessarily love that part of your body, but you can love the process and who you are in the process of improving the aesthetic appearance of that part of your body. Does that make sense? So that's that first affirmation. I love who I am and who I am becoming. Our second affirmation also has to do with that mindset piece, and it's super important for you to internalize. So second affirmation, my self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. My self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Now let's get really clear on what I mean by self-care. Self-care has been painted as like this bubble baths and candles and manicures and facials kind of thing. I have a different idea of what self-care actually looks like. Those can be part of self-care, don't get me wrong. They can really fill you up if you're needing some downtime, just like maybe reading a book can kind of fill your cup. But self-care also means doing things that maybe don't feel enjoyable at the moment, but are good for you in the long term. So especially when you are on a health journey in the very beginning of that health journey, most likely eating the healthy foods over the more indulgent foods is not going to feel super great. It's not going to feel like self-care, but it's exactly what it is. You're choosing things for your long-term health and by doing so, caring for your health. That is the very definition of self-care. Same thing with exercise. I am a fitness coach. I went into the gym this last Monday, did a workout that I designed for myself. I'm the one who put myself under this pressure and it was hard. And I did not enjoy it. I don't enjoy every gym session. And I think any honest coach will tell you the same thing or any person who goes to the gym regularly will tell you the same thing. We don't always enjoy the gym sessions, but we know that that is an essential part of self-care. I care about my long-term health. I care about feeling good in the skin that I'm in. And so I make the sacrifice of my short-term enjoyment 
for long-term benefits. Now, having defined self-care, let's go back to our affirmation and break it down. My self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. I find that most of us moms leave our self-care, and now I'm talking about the health and fitness aspect of self-care. We leave that to the very end of our to-do list. Like, oh, if I have time today, I'll get around to maybe working out. Or I really don't have time to make a healthy dinner, so we're just going to swing by the drive-thru. You leave your health and fitness and therefore your self-care as an afterthought, not a priority. In reality, it should be a priority because it is a necessity if you want to be a mother who feels healthy, who is functional in the sense that you can run around with your kids and participate with them in their activities. It is a necessity. It's not something that we can leave to the very end of our to-do list or the very end of the day. And if you have time and if you're able, it's not an if situation. It's a when. When I get my workout in, when I cook a healthy meal, those things are priority. They are necessity. So this affirmation is something you need to internalize as well. One, because you need to give it the priority that it deserves in your life. But then two, this will also help you combat mom guilt, specifically with like that exercise piece of self-care. Because I hear moms tell me all the time that they feel guilty about going to the gym or about getting in a workout while their kids are asking them to play. Listen, your kids don't need every single minute of your day. They're going to be fine. And why not make the minutes that you are with them really quality? Because your body is functioning and you feel good in your body and you have energy. Like give them better quality time with you instead of focusing on the quantity. Because yeah, sure, you could skip the workout and then just be with them, but then your cup is going to be totally drained. You're going to be energyless and just kind of plodding through what they're asking of you instead of really being able to do it with all of the enthusiasm and energy that you'd like to. So again, if you haven't already, go ahead and write down that second affirmation and we're going to move on to the third. Our third affirmation is I honor the commitments I make to myself. Now, I don't want to shame anybody here, but I think we can all recall commitments that we've made to ourselves that we haven't followed through on. Maybe we promised ourselves that we would get up early in the morning, or maybe we told ourselves that we would not skip a single workout this week, or that we would go for a walk after dinner. I mean, very simple commitments on the outside, or at least it feels that way. But then somehow or another, we always end up failing in those commitments. And so what we're doing by continuously cheating ourselves and not following through on our commitments is we're training our brain to expect us to fail, to expect us to not honor our word, to not honor our commitments. So every time it gets a little bit easier to not do what you say you're going to do. Right? Like if I say I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow, and I have told that to myself every single Monday for the last six months, and I haven't done it once, it's already a trained response. My body knows, oh, that alarm goes off at 6 a.m., just turn it off. It's what you always do. Right? It responds in the way it's been trained to respond. So if you want to make a real change in your life, if you want to be a healthy mother, you need to honor the commitments that you make and retrain your brain to expect you to be someone who is loyal to their word. 
And the bonus to this is that it works in the opposite direction as well, right? So you can train your brain to expect you to fail. And you can also train your brain to expect you to do exactly what you say you're going to do. If you honor those commitments enough, if you become a woman of your word, no matter how hard, no matter how you're feeling, no matter how inconvenient, your brain knows the alarm goes off. Oh, it's time to get up. Yeah, I'm tired, but I get up when my alarm goes off. Yeah, I don't feel like working out, but I work out every day. You honor those commitments time after time, and your brain transforms you into a disciplined and trustworthy person when it comes to your own health and fitness. And that should spill over into other areas of your life as well. You show discipline and faithfulness, trustworthiness in one area of your life, and you become a disciplined and trustworthy person in other areas too. So this is an all-encompassing benefit. Our fourth affirmation also has to do with this idea of retraining your brain. And it's something that I've touched on in a prior episode, but it's about retraining your brain about who you are as a person. We want to mold a new identity for yourself. And that new identity should reflect the healthy habits that we are trying to implement or maintain in our lives. So here I've written an affirmation that I believe will apply to the majority of people who are listening. This affirmation says, I am strong and confident. I am strong and confident. I wrote down these two adjectives because I feel like these are two areas where moms really struggle. So often we don't feel very strong. Maybe physically, after having our kids, we feel pretty weak or we're run down and tired. We don't feel strong. Or mentally, we feel unable to carry the mental load of motherhood. We feel totally unable. And again, it leaves us feeling weak, the opposite of strong. I want you to totally reject that mentality and say, I am strong. And next up is confident. We struggle in a lot of ways as mothers with our confidence, be that again in our physical appearance or in just our decisions as parents. We struggle to know whether or not we're doing the right thing if we are raising our kids in the best way. But we need to take on an identity that is confident. I am strong and confident. Because you can be strong and confident and still be in the process of getting even stronger and even more confident. It goes back to that affirmation we said before, I love who I am becoming, right? I love how I am becoming strong and confident. It all ties together. So remind yourself of this fourth affirmation as often as you need to. I am strong and confident. And our fifth affirmation could not be left out because this puts everything into perspective. I am doing my best and that is enough. I'm doing my best and that's enough. Even if you can't live out those other four affirmations to perfection, you can remind yourself as long as you're doing your best, that is enough. You are enough. You are valued and loved and worthy no matter where you're at on your journey, no matter what kind of mom you were today, no matter how many times you had to put on Miss Rachel because your child was driving you nuts. Like, You are worthy, you are loved, you are enough, and your best is enough. You're going to have days where you feel like a total rock star. You do the exercise, you get in healthy meals, your kids are being little angels, and it feels incredible. Five-star experience would do again. 
And then you're going to have days where you're surviving off of chips and your kids are going nuts and you feel like absolute crap. And any mom who tells you that she doesn't have those days is a lying liar who lies. Okay, give yourself grace for those bad days. Remind yourself, if you're doing your best, that is more than enough. I'm curious to know what affirmations you guys would add to this list, what things you have told yourself throughout motherhood to get you through the days or to help you to thrive. So please reach out, connect with me on Instagram and on TikTok. My handle on both of those platforms is sarahkelly.co. That's Sarah with an H, Kelly with an E-Y dot C-O. Until the next podcast, enjoy your coffee, reheat it if you need to, and have an extra cup for me.